Okay, let's go. Well, alrighty then. I survived the holidays, did you? I sure hope so. I really just hope that your ham was hot and your family was kind and none of your white elephant gifts sucked dick and that it was just overall pleasant for you. I had myself a lovely little Christmas. My tricks of the trade helped keep stress to a minimal level. Highly recommend the unwrapping of presents. Highly recommend using all bags. And highly recommend just bring an easy shit. I made two new appetizers and I made sure to pick the easiest, simplest ones that sounded good to me. And even though I said, don't try new recipes, you're not Gordon Ramsay. I am fucking Gordon Ramsay. Okay. And I don't toot my own horn on many things, but cooking, I can motherfucking do. I'm not like a tester or a dabbler and like I'm going to fuck it up. I I think I've made one bad dish. And that is just honest because inside of me is a 675-pound woman who loves to eat, so I know my food. I know what tastes good, and I know what doesn't. It's a God-given gift as well as a curse, blessing and a curse. So I didn't go too crazy off the cuff. Two simple appetizers, took them, made a homemade sangria for the other party. Also, I was a bartender for many years, easy peasy. And, uh, you know, things went well. I'm a little tired, okay? A little tired. But I'll tell you what, I'd be way more tired had I not done things the way that I did. So I'm wishing you the best as well. And today I am here to finally deliver my traveling trip story that I really think takes the fucking cake from start to finish. Looking back, we laugh very hard about this trip for many, many reasons. But during the course, I mean, we did laugh a lot while we were on this trip. But it was probably the biggest series of unfortunate events in a very small amount of time that I experienced on a trip. So I would like to share this story with you, sit back, relax, and enjoy this true story that happened to me and a group of girls who were just trying to get lit in Key West, okay? I had never been. I was going through the first rough time of my life. Very thankful I've only had two thus far, but this was the first one. So what comes along with hard times in life? Most often, I think, but not always. Probably a little bit of uh, financial instability, maybe a little mental instability. 
okay, going through some things. In my case, it was a little bit of both. Um, didn't have much mental ground to stand on, and financially, I was working my ass off and had two nickels to rub together. But when you get invited on a girl's trip for St. Patrick's Day, you're going to go. Because why not? YOLO. Okay, you only live once. Fuck it, I went. Judge me, whatever. But the whole reason we went, and I didn't know this was a thing. Key West, I've heard of it before, I never knew. But in case you don't know, Key West gets a little wild. And there's a specific time of the year where it gets really wild. And it's called... Fantasy Quest, Fantasy Land, Fantasy West, Key West Fantasy Time. I don't know. Something in relation to fantasy. And basically, it's just a huge, uh, what I imagine to be like 60s love fest. Um, just boobs everywhere, boobs out. Um, sexual actions, discrepancies on the street corners. People barely make it out alive, but they're happy because they're just canoodling their way through fantasy, Key West fantasy time. They're just getting rubbed and touched and beads. They're flashing, getting beads. I don't know. That's just what I imagine. I've never been there. So I get told about this by my friend and her sister who went and witnessed this. And they told me a story about a lady named Joan, and they were like, see you later, Joan. And I was like, see you soon, Jean, because let's go. We're going to Key West. So onward we went. We plan a girl's trip. No, we're not going for no fantasy freak fest, but we are going for the luck of the Irish, old St. Patrick's Day, because that's what a girl's trip really needs is to go on the biggest party day in the U.S., I really feel. I mean, second to, like, Cinco de Mayo and opening day, which I don't know why we have no right to celebrate Cinco de Mayo, by the way, and opening day, at least here in McChicken, that's a that's a big day. And then, obviously, the biggest bar night of the year, day before Thanksgiving. But St. Patrick's Day is up there, okay? Group of women... Women and young ladies, we set sail, we're out, and the way there was was fairly smooth. Our flight, we get there, one girl accidentally packed a carry-on full of supersized lotions and hair products, so she had to go back through security. I thought she, I think she thought she could get away with it. She's a very small person, like a little petite thing. And this fucking bag of products was about the size of her. So hats off to you, babe, because you tried. But there was no hiding those economy-sized hair products and lotions and whatnot. But so that, that almost gave us a hiccup. But alas, went back through, checked the bags, blah, blah, blah. We're, we're on our way. And we are pumped. We got our shamrock shaken. We got our green on. We're all smiles. We're excited. Now, this is quite, I guess, an age range of 
individuals all going together. But as you get older, age kind of just fades into the abyss. But there is a few of us that are a bit older, a few of us that are a bit younger. Nonetheless, we all rock it out like we're 18. We pretend like we're eight, all 18 and it's a girl's trip. So we get there. And the thing about Key West is it is a, I mean, a key? Is that what it's called? A key? I mean, it's a freaking island, but it's part of the Keys. I'm not really sure what that means. And I guess I've never really questioned that until right now. But I'm going to say that the definition of the Keys is a bunch of islands connected off of the, off of the titty tip of Florida. And they are connected, and I will never understand why, by one fucking road. You can go on, and you can get off. Now, this road lasts for hours. I believe, if I remember correctly, that it was like a two-hour drive from the tip of Florida. little tiddly tip. I think we left out of Miami. I don't know. Don't quote me on this. But then we went to Jamaica, Bermuda, come on, pretty mama, Key Largo, Contigo. You know that song. Baby, why don't we go down to Cocomero? I don't know, but it's, I don't know why Key Largo's in there, but Key Largo is part of the Keys because we went through there. Those other ones, Kokomo and whatnot, I don't know where the fuck that came from in the song. But we're on the two-lane highway. We rent the car. We're on, or no, we didn't rent the car. We rented the person to drive the car because we weren't driving. We were wearing shamrocks, so we were ready to rock out with our cock out. So we're going. And my friend Nikki, and I love her so much, she's like, you are going to love this drive. It is so beautiful. It's amazing. This is what she tells me. Well, this is how she convinces me into many things that she's convinced me into my entire life of knowing her since I was 16 years old. She tells me I'm going to love it. I'm like, all right, I'm going to love it. And then most of the time I love it. And then other times I'm like, bitch, what the fuck? So she tells me I'm going to love this drive. And we're like 40 minutes in and I'm like, what are, what am I looking at? We're on a two, we're just on a two street, one this way, one that way. And it's just water, which is beautiful. But like, there's water to my right, water to my left, water to my right, water to my left. Now I've seen water. So I'm like, bitch, you fucking okie doke me because you knew this was a long ass drive and you knew I wasn't going to want to do it. And here I am stuck. What am I going to do now? Swim, swim back to the United States. No, I'm stuck and I'm on this road. So that was a good laugh because I was like, bitch, I caught you. And she was like, you're right. Yeah, you're right. So then we get in a bit of, we meet our first hiccup and um, it is a traffic jam. I don't know why, because we're in one lane and there's no, there's nothing we can do. We can't. Zoom around traffic because we would be in water. We would need a boat for that. Okay. I thought about getting out and walking and maybe just keep walking and then they would find me. But we started playing LaBouche. We had a couple roadies. 
it's part of like the law there on the in the keys they're like please drink in the back of the ubers like that's totally like it's what they want you to do there so we're like okay if you insist we'll fucking do it so we're like bump that labouche we're getting crazy whoop whoop so we have a great time for like an hour and a half and then all of a sudden we're stopping for like minutes at a time and we're like what the hell's going on So we finally, and I do believe it was in Key Largo. I could be wrong. We finally make it. Let's just for fucking funsies say it's Key Largo. We get there and we finally see what has been holding us up for an extra like hour and a half. And do you want to know what it was? It was a fucking crossing guard. Stopping traffic because there was some sort of I don't know, St. Patrick's Day soiree on one side of the road, the very small piece of land on the side of the road. But people parked on the other side, on the other small side of land, on the side of the other road going back to the the U.S. of A. Now, I do know that this is all part of the United States, but you get what I'm saying here. If you've never drove it, you don't know. If you have, you know exactly what I'm fucking talking about. So... I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Put a bridge over this troubled road, a walking bridge. Really? Key Largo, you got a fucking crossing guard? We were backed up for hours to let uh, Suzanne and little Jimmy cross the road. No, no, that was ridiculous. But we're not going to let it steal our shine because we're on a girl's trip, baby. So onward we go. First stop, we have to go there. They say it's amazing, and it was, in fact, amazing. And I believe it was snow crab claws or some sort of crabby, little crabby patty claws. I love seafood. I'm all about it. We stop, and we're starving by now because our two-hour trip to Key West turned into 17 because everybody had to cross the road to get to the other side. And... We're like, thank God, give me all the food, give me Mai Tais, daiquiris, pina coladas, all the things that bitches like on St. Patrick's Day on a girl's trip. So we're we're starving. We get the food. What happens? What happens naturally to me as I'm already down in the dumps trying to stay cheerful? Burn the fuck out of my hand. Just hot, hot boiling butter right onto my hand. And I'm like... Okay, that's okay. Brush it off. Ice it. Drink the pain away. You're going to be just fine. But it really fucking hurt and it really pissed me off. So that should have been my first sign to call Suzanne and get a ride back to the U.S. I don't know. Whatever. I've earned my hand. That's fine. We get to paradise. We make it to the Key West and it is like super awesome. It's like tropical as hell, but small town vibes. And then just rows and rows and rows of like bars, restaurant shops, my total jam, like every city that you find in Florida, but like a little bit better. So we get all cozied into our little, it's like a little extended stay kind of apartment ish place. So it's got two rooms a pull-out couch, a bathroom, a kitchen, 
little patio outside, little front porch, but it's, you know, in a conglomeration of other places owned by the same company. So we get there that night and we're like, it's St. Patrick's Day. It's about to go down, y'all. So we get in that house. For some reason, me and Nikki get the couch. Like, we're two of the older people there. And, like, we're like, yeah, we'll sleep on the fucking pull-out couch. While these young, young bucks, much younger than us, young little hot body babes, get the beds. Like, fuck it. Whatever. Who gives a shit? We don't care where we sleep. So that's fine. We get the couch bed, yada, yada. We all get dressed up. Now, this is where you could clearly see the difference in the little bit older of the women there and then the little bit younger. The little bit younger of the women were like rocking it out, smoking bodies, boop, 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 short shirts, Daisy Dukes, cute little headbands. And then the rest of us were, I'm like, I've got this shamrock t-shirt and these yoga pants. I'm going to slap this on that ass and let's roll. And they all followed suit. And that's what we did. So we still looked cute. We had a good time. We went out. We went to the smallest bar in the world. We went here. We went there. We went everywhere. And it gets a little foggy. But then I remember getting back to our couch bed and me and Nikki crawl in. And I'm like, am I really like that buzzed? Like, I kind of feel like there's something crawling on me. And I'm like, Nikki, do you feel like there's something crawling on you? And she's like, no, no, there's nothing crawling. You're fine. You're fine. I'm like, I don't know. I kind of feel like there's something crawling on me. I just got this feeling. And she's like, nope. Everybody's telling me, nope, nope. We look, there's nothing. Nope. I'm clearly I'm fucking insane. So no night. Okay. So I talk myself out of it, go to bed. That's fine. Now, the next day, I think, this was a quick trip. So it's a little fuzzy wuzzy. Follow me here. But we'll call it the next day. We get up the next day and we're going to go to a big pool party bar. And did we ever show up and really have an excellent time. I mean, wow. But here's a little side note. Sometimes because I'm a strong woman, strong independent woman, I also like to think that I am a strong man after I drink a little bit and I'm like, pool party, call me Hulk fucking Hogan because I'm going to throw these bitch. I was throwing everybody around like, like they were fucking toddlers, like, wee, fucking launching them, just shot putting them across the pool while screaming, I'm a real man's man, or some shit like that. So that's humiliating. And I didn't need to know that, but I was informed that that is, in fact, what happened. Now, I do remember when it was time to go, we packed up and, uh, the Kelly Rowland to my Beyonce, Ashley, was, I don't know for what or for why, but one way or another, her and I split up from the group and left before just ever so briefly. Um, We got a little bit lost. I'm pretty sure we were like 
just hobbling down the road. We were cracking up. We were probably singing a little song. At one point, she ate shit, busted up her knee a little bit. We then laughed at that and then carried on, made our way back to the room. And as we're waiting for everyone else to return, we climb into my beautiful couch pull-out bed. And we're laughing and blah, 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 taking videos, whatever. And she gets up. The other girls return. And I'm still laying there. Because I'm like, oh, man, we got this. That was part one of the day. Like, we got to do the nighttime. That was the daytime. I might have had too much, like, daytime fun. So I'm laying there again. Just kind of dozing a little bit while the girls are kind of, I don't know, maybe I was waiting for my turn in the shower. I don't know. But I'll be damned if I didn't fucking feel like something was crawling on me again. Okay? So this time I'm like, "Mm mm-mm. I can't be this crazy like three times in a, three times. I can't. I cannot. So I'm like, fuck this. I am not crazy. I am going to Hulk Hogan, just like I Hulk Hogan, you bitches across the pool. I'm going to Hulk Hogan this motherfucking couch and see what the fuck's going on. So I start shifting shit about. And sure enough, oh, I find it. Now, Bless my soul. Bless you, universe. It was not bed bugs because I know that's what you were thinking. You were thinking, you nasty bitch. It's your bed bugs and you probably brought them home and spread them all throughout your city. No, I didn't. Okay. Wasn't bed bugs. You want to know what it was? Maybe this is a southern thing. I don't know. It was motherfucking baby termites. Termites. So they didn't want to eat me, but they wanted to eat the wood floor underneath me. Either way, not cool. Okay. I just slept with baby termites on occasionally crawling over my body to find wood. I can't. I can't. I cannot. But I play it cool. I'm like, okay. Okay, like Nikki's playing it cool. She's like, okay, big deal. I think she's still over there. She's like, it's fine, sir. We'll get a new room. So we get a new room. Other bitches stay there. We're going to move in the in the morning to a new room. But what the fuck? Have you ever heard of being crawled on by termites? Because I'm the only person that I know that this has happened to. So please send me an SOS, a pigeon carrier. Let me know if this happened to you because what the hell? Anyways, so we got to ride it out in this room one more night. That's fine. But we are going to go out that night, and then we'll just put, you know, six people in each bed so nobody has to sleep on the termite couch until we can leave in the morning. So we go out. We have a fun night, I think, from what I remember. I don't know. We get back and now it's me. I think this was like a, it had to be a queen or a full size bed. 
but it's me and two other bitches and crammed in this bed. But I'm like, I will sleep like the tiniest stick pencil you've ever met in your life in order to not go on the termite couch. So I'm like, and then I'm on the edge. I'm closest to the door. I'm on the edge of glory. Now, some of the girls wanted to stay up and there was like a little courtyard and the little townhome apartment thingies we were staying at. So they stay up. I'm trying to sleep like a fucking little pencil on a shred of a bed. And I um, get woken up. I fall asleep and then uh, I get woken up to my sweet friend Marissa who starts giving me like every half hour or so like a play-by-play of what's going on not in my bedroom. So she comes in and she's like, hey, we're hanging out outside. There's like a fire stuff. It's cool. You want to come? And I'm like, I love you, but no, I'm going to stay right here. She's like, okay. She comes back in a little later. She's like, hey, we're playing bags and cornhole. We got games. These people are so cool. You want to come out? And I was like, no, babe, I'll stay right here. She's like, okay. So then a few hours go by and she comes back in and she's like, hey, And I'm like, what? What? What's wrong? And she's like, I'm about to get hoodwinked. And I'm like, what? What? You're going to get what? She's like, now, we had been drinking all day, so don't you dare judge my sweet Marissa because I love her to death. And she cracks me up. But she was a little saucy, and she's like, hoodwinked. And I'm like, what? But apparently it means robbed of some sort. Like they're going to trick you and they're going to stick it to you. And I'm like, okay, all right, well, please don't get hoodwinked. Maybe you guys should just come inside now. And she's like, okay, good idea. I'm going to go get the crew and we'll be coming in. So I doze back off, little pencil on the bed. And, uh... I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Oh, no. Then she came back in one more time and was like, ah, just kidding. We're fine. Everybody's having fun. You want to come out? And I was like, no, I'm good. But it was just quite hilarious because I'm like fucking hoodwinked. So now we really enjoy using using that term because (laughs) you got to watch out. I'm actually going to look it up right now. Okay. Yeah. It means, what does it truly mean? This is the Webster's Official Dictionary, a.k.a. Google. To deceive by false appearance. Dupe. People who allow themselves to be hoodwinked by such promises. Blindfolded. Okay, yeah, so you getting hoodwinked? No. You do not want to get tricked. you getting tricked. So she was right. And, uh, luckily no one was hoodwinked that night, but the next morning we, uh, wake up and everybody is naturally half dead at this point in our lives. And, um, we have one more night, you know, to be there. So we're like, we gotta whip it together. Big day, a lot of stuff to do, last girl's day, last girl's trip. So 
couple of my friends that have been there before had got these like IVs where they like shoot you up with crack to get you through the rest of the, um, you know, vacation. I'm just kidding. They actually hydrate you, but it'd be a lot more appealing if it was something that would actually save your life. I don't know. I don't think crack would do it. Never done crack, but something to like really I need I felt at that point in my life I needed something more than a hydration bag and it was so expensive. And now remind and you I was poor rest, this time. So I was like night, I can't afford that bag I think of water. We, I'll just I'm drink sure it. we I think we had but dinner I can't or or something. A very, very cheap went out massage. And, again, and I'll tell you I what we're bitches, so we kept the best like, massage of my life. Well, we're this gonna go here. We're gonna go here. It was like in my ears, standing on my back. So we split ways in my ear Like just I was like, oh felt amazing. One group goes one way and meets another group of people that they become the best some people felt great some me and another girl split another way and that it made them more sick had really got we decided okay um, let's just have time out earlier that year we clearly need to rest Um, like gummies and before we take on and which really threw me by surprise because she didn't seem like the gummy type from what i had known nikki and and i go back to our room okay cool i support the termite room down get down with it all day so we separated and somehow, like, maybe they carried on and I met her, but it was just me and her. And whilst she was waiting for me to get in, or I don't remember exactly the series of events, but she was there first, met this dude, and then I came and I met this dude, and he was very kind. He had, I believe, a fruit roll-up that was, like, gummies, like, devil's lettuce gummies. And he was just, like, pulling it out of his bag. And, like, he was gone. Like, he was either on... I don't know what he was on. But he was, like, funny and very nice. But I was like, whoa, dude. Wow. All right, I'll ride. I'll ride along with it. We'll hang out with this guy for a fucking minute. I don't know why. Then we met up with the other ladies who made friends, and this is I real. It's I've tried to piece this together. I don't know. It was indirect, but we they're taking us to some other bar, so we're following these people. Now I'm a little bit of a nervous Nelly, and I remember thinking like, where are we following these people? Like, what is going on? So, of course, everybody tells me to chill out, tell my spidey senses to simmer down. That's fine. We get to this bar, super weird vibe. Like, at least from what I remember, I was like, these people don't want us here. These other people brought us here. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I can't tell my up from down. And all of a sudden, a purse goes missing. Now, I don't remember this part. But I do remember, like, okay, purse went missing or something. There was some sort of scuffle about. And I was like, well, that's a good sign for me to get the fuck out of here because I don't want nothing to do with none of this drama. Llama, llama, don't want no drama. So I hit the road, and I think some people stayed, but, like, we were pretty much all together. But at some point... I was informed that this purse situation turned into somebody getting arrested. 
And then we had the purse all along. We had the purse all along. And this guy got arrested. But don't worry, they let him out like immediately the next day. He went home, he was fine. So he's um, married, he's got a white picket fence and a labradoodle, three kids. He's doing great. So don't worry, we didn't like ruin anybody's life. And I also made that up and I also hope that to be true. Carrying on, that's neither here nor there. Here's the real, uh, here's the real kicker. So we wake up that following morning. Now, mind you, Nikki and I are in a, another room where we've cozied in to a termite-free real bed. We're living our best life. Now we're neighbors with our, our gal pals. So everybody is feeling absolutely horrific at this point. We're two days in. We've had IVs. We've had massages. We've had too much fun. We've had termites. It's been too much. So we're all just naturally like lounging about kind of like in that slap happy phase. Like, oh, so we're all in a group text. They're in a group text laying in rooms next to each other. We're in the group text laying next to each other, but in a bed in a, in a neighboring apartment. And we start getting messages that say the toilet's clogged. And I'm like, you nasty girls, you nasty clogging a toilet. And they're like, no, seriously, like, Nobody threw up. Nobody, like, did anything crazy. Like, it's just literally out of nowhere, like, clogged. So we're like, okay, well, you know, you got to, like, call the maintenance people, whatever. They're like, okay. So they call the maintenance people, and then we start getting messages, and they're like, okay, the maintenance showed up, but they do not speak English. So we, so Nikki and I are dying because we're, like, they're over there, hungover, Termites, a clogged toilet, and can't talk to the maintenance people. They, they're, they like, trying to figure it out, whatever. So then they're, like, they're laying in their rooms. The maintenance guy is, I think it was two maintenance guys. They're, like, trying to figure it out. They're pissed. Now, they don't know what they were saying, but they could tell by the unpleasantness of their native language and the way they were saying words that they were not pleased with what was going on. The next message we receive is a photo and it is a photo of a maintenance man with a, I don't know, a torque wrench. This thing must have been six feet long with a handle at the end. This guy's like in the other room cranking, Trying to unclog this toilet. I'm like, what the hell? This is unreal. This is unreal. So, nope, that doesn't work. The The six-foot crane doesn't work. So, then I forgot about this part, but Nikki reminded me as we were reliving this beautiful event um, that because they couldn't communicate, then they just were trying to, like, solve the mystery. So, they just kept, like, picking random things up around the around the house and we're like this 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 what about this this like just like what you stupid bitches what did you put down the toilet was it this was it a wine bottle was it a fucking 
quesadilla? Was it like they were just like going hard? What was it? Was it? And they were like, I don't know. We don't know what happened. Which, of course, I'm sure they didn't believe because they're like dumb chicks, like having fun, but who knows? They probably put all their probably put all their pads down there because that's what everybody thinks. We're just shoving pads and tampons like we haven't been having periods our whole lives. Like, have some respect. It's a 16-year-old that does that, and you know it. So we were dying laughing because we are removed from the situation. Now, they're having hungover anxiety and dealing with foreign maintenance men in their biz while they're like wanting to die. Now, mind you, nobody can puke, puke, poop, poop, pee, pee. Nobody can do none of that because there's a maintenance man in there just torque wrenching this shit, trying to get to the bottom of it, right? Oh, man. Well, you know how we had to get to the bottom of that, uh, that problem? They took the fucking complete toilet out. Toilet gone. New toilet in. They had to remove the entire toilet. They should have removed the termite couch while they were at it. But toilet gone. So we receive, the next picture we receive is a a bathroom with no shitter. It's gone. It's fucking gone. And we're like, what? And then they put a new shitter in there. And I'm like, wow. You know what it was? You want to know what got stuck in there? A tiny bottle of travel shampoo. Homegirl had it right. We should have brought the, we should allow economy size. She won't be flushing no economy sized fucking shampoo down no shitter. I'll tell you that right now. But oh my God. Termites and a new toilet. A removed toilet and a new toilet. <sighs> Unbelievable. Also, send me smoke signals or a pigeon carrier if you've had a toilet removed and replaced on your vacations. Because I also don't think this has happened to many people in the world. Now let's really finish her up here, shall we? So, regardless of all these random things, it's a hilarious, very, very painful to our bodies But amazing girls trip. We loved it. We had so much fun. It's the day. It's time to go. We got to go home now. It's time to go. Bye-bye. And most of the people are like partially dead. Just ridden with anxiety. Like hungover anxiety. Like, I'm not well. Freaking out. Now, I also feel this way. At the end of a trip, you got to go back to reality. It's something I've worked on very hard to be like, no, just enjoy it. It's still, you're here. It's okay. You're going to go home. You'll figure it out. Everything is fine. But you get that anxiety. Everybody does. I've seen it. I've seen it happen multiple times. So I don't know if there's more options than this, but at the time I was told this was our only option. We had to fly out of the only tiny little airport. Unless we wanted to make the 17-hour one-way car ride and risk people crossing the road. There's one tiny little airport and you could fly out into somewhere in Florida. I think we were like, I don't know, let's say Jackson, Florida. So we got to take this little shit hopper-dopper over, okay? Everybody's freaking out. 
So myself and Nikki do what we often do, and we're like, well, we could sit here and panic, or we could go to the smoking deck, and you could have a smoke, and we could both have a drink, and uh, we could laugh about it, and have a few sips, take the edge off, so that we don't die going cold turkey after that weekend, okay? So we're out there living our best life. The plane gets delayed for a minute and like the, all the girls are anxiety ridden on the inside of the airport and they're like, there's a storm or there's something or blah, 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 whatever. And we're like, okay, well call us from the smoking deck. We'll be ready when you're ready. So unknown to the rest of us, Nikki's sister Anch and Sweet Sweet Alley went to, like, I don't know, buy some fucking water and peanuts. And the cashier casually tells them, oh, yeah, plane just crashed right here on the runway uh, about an hour ago. And they're like, what? And they're like, oh, yeah, fucking tornadoes everywhere. They crashed right here. Boom, crashed. And they're like, oh, okay. So now they're anxiety-ridden and they're torn. They're like, do we tell everybody? Do we, what do we do here? So like any good woman would, she calls, she also has a Chris and I would call my Chris. So she calls her Chris and she's like, Chris, should I get on this plane? Am I, what is going on? So like, He's becomes a weatherman instantaneously, searches, figures it out. He's like, you guys are good. It's past. Like, it's going to be okay. You're going to be fine. So then they're like, beep, boop. Uh, get your ass on the plane. You got seven minutes. We got to go. We got to go, go, go. We got to go right now. Probably because there was another tornado coming. So they're like, hustle and bustle onto the jetway. I We were like. Fucking Queen of England running. I mean, winds blowing. We're like, oh, we got our luggage. We're like running. It wasn't like like we went down out of the airport, ran across the runway, and then up the stairs. Like a celebrity, you know, when you see a celebrity getting out of a plane and they're like, oh, my God, hi. That was us, except we were like, oh, my God, fuck. So we're like running. We get on the plane. And it's us. And... I don't know, maybe five other people. And I'm like, well, silver lining, we each get our own row. How luxurious. What a treat. What a sweet, sweet treat that is. So we take off into what I can only describe as pure fucking terror because our plane began to drop and go this way and that way and drop and drop and drop and go up a little bit and then drop and shimmy, shimmy, shake, shake it to the left, shake it to the right, shake it to we were all fucking sobbing because we thought we were going to die. Okay. We were sobbing. Most of us. I was sobbing. I thought for sure I was like, Jesus, take the wheel because life ain't been treating me so right. This is just the cherry on top. It looks like I'm going down. See you later, Joan. Had a great time in Key West. Down I go. I believe it was Allie who was a sweet, sweet angel who somehow kept her composure and held my hand from the row. She had her row was in front of my row as I'm like rocking back and forth, covering my ears like maybe if I don't hear it, it'll go away. 
it didn't go away. So that was um, horrific, to say the least. And then, that, that was only the plane to Jackson, Florida. We're all the way up in McChicken. So we finally miraculously somehow land unscathed. But this flight was so horrific that I shit you not, I was about to take out a loan or a line of credit and rent a fucking car and drive home. Like, that was how much I was never getting on a plane again in my entire life. I was like, I won't do it. I won't do it. I might not have $5, but I'll sell my body. I'll hitchhike. Like, I am not fucking getting back on a plane. Well, sure enough, they convinced me to do it. And that's fine because, thank God, we did get home very safe on that second leg. But what a doozer. What a conglomeration in such a short amount of time. Termites. Chickens crossing a road to prolong the drive three fucking hours. Scraped knees, burnt butter hands, theft, hoodwinked, termite couches, and replacing an entire fucking toilet, and then almost dying on a death plane flying through a tornado out of Key West. Now, I don't want to leave you on a bad note reminding you of all the crazy things that happened. I want to leave you with one of my fondest memories from this trip. And this is also my sweet Marissa. I love you, bitch. I love you. So (laughs) on the very smooth, calm flight home, thank the Lord. We're almost home. And sweet Marissa gets up. To go to the bathroom before we land. So she goes, you know, and then it's nighttime at this point. We're on the plane. It's nighttime. So it's like they just got the little like aisle runner lights on. It's everybody's quiet and shh. It's just relaxing. It's the night plane. And this bitch comes out of the bathroom. And she's like, you guys, I can't see anything. Oh, and she had the worst anxiety, too. She was so, like, I think I had the worst anxiety about the plane, but, like, just overall, her last, like, day, she was like, I can't even. Like, I'm never going on a girl's trip again. Like, she was just really having a hard time. So she comes out of the bathroom. She's like, I can't say. And we're like, oh, my God, what's wrong with Marissa? And we look over, and there's my girl wearing sunglasses and a neck pillow, and she... Didn't know she forgot that she had the she was just so full of anxiety that she had no she was just like, Oh, I don't know what's happening. She's like, I can't, you guys, I can't see. And we're like dying. We're like, Marissa, your fucking sunglasses are on and it's dark out. <laughs> oh, it was amazing. What a trip. What a fucking hoot. What a hoot nanny. So Do I recommend a girl's trip in Key West? Absolutely. I think everybody should do it. And 
I mean, come on. With a story like that, you can't tell me that you don't want to plan St. Patrick's Day 2024 to Key West. Get all your best bitches and shake your shamrocks, y'all. I wish you no toilet removal and a safe flight. Until we meet again, bon voyage.